0: All the world seems in tune on a spring afternoon when we're poisoning pigeons in the park. (laughs) Every Sunday you'll see my sweetheart and me as we poison the pigeons in the park.
1: To Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to xerky. Well, as you might have guessed from that rather tasteless introduction to the show, this week we've got some rapidly rotating records about pigeons. We'll also have a slightly belated celebration of Jane Monaco's birthday. We'll starve ourselves and fulfill a request. But first... Last week we played a number of records for no particular reason. And as things would have it, yep, this week we've got another edition of For No Particular particular Reason.
2: Some fellas keep on swinging down the lane, but I'm biding my time, cause that's the kind of guy I'm, while other folks grow dizzy, I keep busy bidin' my time. Bound to happen This year, this year I'll just keep on napping And biding my time Cause that's the kind of guy I'm There's no regretting When I'm a-setting Biding my time Biden, my time, cause that's the kind of guy I'm. Beginning on a Monday, right through Sunday, biden, my
3: time. Next year.
2: my
1: Having nothing whatsoever to do with the television show of the same name, that was Vincent Lopez and his Hotel Pennsylvania music with Happy Days from OK4625, recorded in May of 1922. George Graff wrote the music, and you'll be hearing more about him when his birthday rolls around in August. I played it back in 2014 by the Blue Jeans, Phil Crow, Frank Luther, and Carson Robison, But before Happy Days, we heard The Foursome with Biden My Time. The Foursome was Del Porter, Ray Johnson, Jay Marshall, and Dwight Snyder, and they sang Biden My Time, uncredited, in the 1930 Wheeler and Woolsey musical comedy Girl Crazy. They recorded it again in 1939, but this was their original commercial recording made in November of 1930 and released on Brunswick 4996. Biden, My Time was written by George and Ira Gershwin. We started the show with the French dance orchestra Gregor, A.C. Gregorians, with Milton Eger's Happy Days Are Here Again. Gregor was actually Krikor Kalekian, an Armenian singer and dancer. He was quite flamboyant and could be seen around Paris with his two large Afghan hounds. The orchestra was active from 1929 to 1933 and recorded a number of sides for Aeolian, Columbia, Edison, and Ultraphone. 1930 was a busy year for the group. They recorded Happy Days Are Here Again in Paris in May of 1930, issued on French Columbia DF-47, toured South America recording Four Sides in Argentina, and made a three-minute musical short film in Paris. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes, from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. His birthday celebration got preempted last week by for no particular reason, so this week I'll remind you that January 13th marked the birth in 1885 in Formia, Italy, of composer James Vincent Monaco. The family emigrated to the U.S. when he was six and settled in Albany, New York. He received no formal musical training, but when the family moved to Chicago, he worked as a pianist, earning the nickname Ragtime Jimmy. He moved back to New York to become a composer, and his first published song was 1911's Oh, Mr. Dream Man, Please Let Me Dream Some More. He's probably best known for You Made Me Love You, I Didn't Want to Do It, with lyrics by Joseph McCarthy, introduced by Al Jolson in 1913 in The Honeymoon Express. Over the next decade or so, he worked with a number of different lyricists and, in the late 1920s, turned his attention to motion pictures. In 1930, he contributed songs to 13 MGM films, most with lyrics by Cliff Friend. Monaco moved to Hollywood in 1936 and teamed up with Johnny Burke, and the pair produced songs for several of Bing Crosby's Paramount pictures before parting ways in 1940. Monaco continued working with others for Universal, United Artists, and 20th Century Fox, racking up four Academy Award nominations. He died in Beverly Hills on October 16, 1945. James V. Monaco has 435 entries in the Discography of American Historical Recordings, and here are just three of them.
4: took place with mother and dad.
1: I can't tell you how much I like that song and every recording of it, but particularly that one. Ted Lewis and his gas pipe clarinet with Aha! And, of course, that was Ted singing the Sidney Clare lyric on Columbia 311-D, recorded February 2, 1925. Before that, another fabulous record, Frank Luther with The Hi-Hatters, directed by Leonard Joy, and Boy, Oh Boy, Oh Boy, I've Got It Bad. Edgar Leslie wrote the words on that one, recorded by Victor on May 11, 1931, issued as catalog number 22703. Being heard on the show for the first time, we started off our tribute to James V. Monaco with That Big Blonde Mama. That was the Tennessee Ten, who were a bunch of Mama's boys, since they also recorded Long Lost Mama and You've Got to See Mama Every Night. That Big Blonde Mama was recorded by Victor on July 23, 1923. Edward T. King conducted the orchestra, and there are words to that tune, written by Billy Rose. We purport to play vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes, and that last segment certainly proves it. It would be nice if every single record made was happy and upbeat. But, alas, that's not the case, and in the interest of historical and cultural education and tying vintage music to people and events from the past, we sometimes play records which aren't quite so jaunty. Last week, I mentioned that during the Great Depression, people, including children, literally starved to death. To use a term from the movie Galaxy Quest, here are some historical documents to that effect. (laughs)
5: Ha <laughs> ha Hurrah for Greer County, the land of the free, the home of the grasshoppers, fed books and fleas. I sing of its praises, I tell of its fame, while starving to death on the government plain. My clothes are all ragged, my language is rough, my bread is corn dodgers, my goodness, how tough. Nothing to eat and nothing to wear, from nothing to nothing is the Greer County Fair. Hoorah for Greer County, the land of the free, the home of the grasshoppers, best books and
3: fleas.
5: i sing of its praises, I'll tell of its fame, while starving to death on the government plain. My house It is built of a natural sod The walls are erected according to God The roof is no pitch, it's level and plain You'll always get wet if it happens to rain Hurrah for Greer County, the land of the free The home of the grasshoppers, bed bugs and fleas i sing of its praises, I'll tell of its fame, while starving to death on the government plane. How happy I am I when I go to bed, a rattlesnake kisses a tune in my head, a gay little sandy feet free from all care, creeps out of my pillow and into my head. Hoorah for Greer County, the land of the free, the home of the grasshoppers, bedbugs, books, and fleas. i sing of its praises, i tell of its fame, while starving to death on the government plain. Come all you claim, holders take warning from me, don't live with the grasshoppers, bedbugs, books, and fleas. I travel, east and marry me a wife, and I'll quit these corn dodgers the rest of my life. Who for County, the land of the free, the home of the grasshoppers, bedbugs, and fleas. i sing of its praises, i tell of its fame, while starving to death on the government plane.
0: i sweet going to say, And
1: Telling the story of migrants seeking jobs in the North and finding none, returned to the South, that was Charlie McCoy and Bo Carter with the Northern Starvers are returning home. That was recorded by O.K. in the King Edward Hotel in Jackson, Mississippi, on December 19, 1930. Before that was Edward L. Crane, who was starving to death on a government claim. Edward L. Crane was known on stage as the Texas Cowboy, and on record as Cowboy Ed Crane, and accompanied himself on guitar. An August 17, 1931 Columbia recording went unissued, but an earlier July 23 recording was issued on Conqueror 8013, but Crane's name was misspelled C-R-A-N-E instead of C-R-A-I-N. At the top of any list of 1920s Kansas City bands is Benny Moten, But other well-established outfits in the area included the Lee Orchestra, Chauncey Downs and his Rinky Dinks, Paul Banks' syncopating band, and the group that started off that set, Jesse Stone's Blue Serenaders, playing Starvation Blues, a Jesse Stone original. An OK Field unit recorded that in St. Louis on April 27, 1927, and issued it as catalog number 8471. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. It's only about 26 miles from the second-largest city in the U.S., but communicating with the rest of the world has always been a bit of a challenge here on Catalina Island. If you're right in the middle of Avalon, there's pretty good cell service, and Internet service is, uh, shall we say, available. Anywhere outside of the city, however, communication can be sketchy or even non-existent. Bell Telephone Company was established in 1877, but phones didn't come to the island until 1920, and we still had one of the last remaining switchboards in the country in 1978. The Catalina Wireless newspaper began publication in 1903, and the Los Angeles Times used wireless technology and Morse code to send news to the island where it was typeset, printed, and distributed to readers. Until July 12, 1894, communication was limited to the speed of transportation across the channel. On that day, however, brothers Otto, Oswald, and Lorenzo Zahn began a carrier pigeon messaging service between Avalon and their home at 427 South Hope Street in Los Angeles. A pigeon named Orlando delivered the first message in exactly 54 minutes, faster than it takes the Catalina Express to make the crossing today. And, to quote Stephen King, sooner or later, everything old is new. As proven by the fact that last Sunday morning at 9.30, the Compton Homing Pigeon Club released a number of trained pigeons from the plaza in Avalon, carrying special messages back to the mainland. The messages were from participants in the Catalina Island Museum's art to go project, providing weekly art lessons and materials for children in Avalon, ages 6 to 12. So, to commemorate Avalon's winged male, here are a couple of rapidly rotating records about carrier pigeons. <laughs> on the show for the first time the very obscure blues singer Luella Miller. She made 35 sides for Vocalion between 1926 and 1928, 22 of which were issued. We heard Carrier Pigeon Blues from April 26, 1927 in Chicago. In order to appeal to a wider audience, including vaudeville, Miller was billed as the singing comedian and was so credited on the label of Vocalion 1102. Lonnie Johnson played guitar and violin, and the pianist was possibly James P. Johnson. Raymond Scott and his orchestra started things off with a Scott original, Carrier Pigeon. The B-side of Decca 18422, recorded May 4, 1942. And we're not quite through with pigeons. During the time of the Great War, animal dances such as the Grizzly Bear, the Bunny Hug, and the Turkey Trot were all the rage, as was the Pigeon Walk. It was demonstrated by Peggy Curton and George Grossmith in 1915 in Tonight's the Night, which opened at the Schubert Theater on Christmas Eve 1914 and ran for 112 performances. James V. Monaco wrote a tune called Pigeon Walk, and here are two recordings of it which couldn't be more different from each other. to believe, but those two records are of the same melody. We started off with the Victor Military Band and their interpretation of James Monaco's Pigeon Walk from Victor 17727, recorded January 19, 1915, followed by Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra a couple of decades later on November 5th, 1937 on Decca 1659. Those are both instrumentals, but apparently there are words written by Sam M. Lewis. I'm not much of a sports guy, so I was oblivious to the fact that, depending on how you count, the University of Alabama won their 18th NCAA championship last week. I had to ask Alexa to find out they beat Ohio State, but even I know that they're known as the Crimson Tide. New listener John in Louisiana sent a nice email requesting that I play Yay Alabama to help celebrate. I'm happy to do so, and if you're an Ohio fan... I've got something for you, too.
4: We'll cling around the dreams of everyone. We'll play the game of living with head and shoulders high, and win it with the spirit of the Buckeye Battle Cry. Ohio. Oh no,
1: We started that little musical football rivalry with Snooks Friedman and his Memphis Stompers with Yay Alabama, written by Ethelred Lundy Sykes, a 1926 graduate of the University of Alabama, who went on to become a Brigadier General and Special Military Assistant to the Secretary of the Air Force. Snooks' recording was made in the Memphis Auditorium in Tennessee on September 6, 1928, and issued as Victor 21709. Ohio State came in second with Buckeye Battle Cry, composed and sung by Frank Crummett on Victor 19468 from September 26, 1924. Charles Prince conducted the orchestra and the pianist was Adam Carroll. Crummett wasn't an OSU student, in fact, he graduated from Ohio University, but he was a fan and wrote Buckeye Battle Cry in 1919 to enter in a song contest. It won and was published. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.